don't be stingy this time of year. If you want to work with influencers who have a great following, you want them to create something polished for you, this is not the time to be negotiating, trying to save a little bit of money. You must have a promotional calendar and Q4 is super important to have all of your promo extensions set up on search and also all your promos set up on the merchant feed as well. There's going to be a lot more traffic coming to Amazon. Ads are going to get a lot more clicks. You're going to spend a lot more if you typically run your budgets fairly close to capping out. Definitely want to increase them. Generally, we have no campaigns that are budget capped. OrderGroove's subscription platform enables merchants to rapidly scale recurring revenue, deliver a superior subscriber experience, and maximize subscriber lifetime value. Leading merchants utilize OrderGroove's powerful tools, promotions, and AI-powered personalization to drive subscriber enrollment, optimize subscriber retention, and increase average order value. Visit ordergroove.com DTC to request a complimentary audit of your existing or future subscription program. All right, so in the world of UGC user-generated content, what can our listeners do to make this the biggest, best Q4 ever? Biggest Q4 ever, I think you got to make your offer, your pitching content creators unique so that you can get the best content from the best content creators. And how do you do that? Well, I have a few different ways. I think number one, think about what you're actually gifting to your content creators. There's going to be a ton of different bundle options brands make for um, gifts for friends and family. Make your content specific to the gifting angle, Um, not always your demographic of who you sell to the whole year round is going to be the same as who you sell to in Q4. So having wives buy for their partners, um, employees buy for their bosses, any sort of gifting angle that's going to be relevant for Q4. Love it. In a lot of these talks that I'm having with with different people at Pilot House, a lot of the work that goes in having a successful Q4 Black Friday, Cyber Monday is is really the prep that goes into it ahead of time. So I'm curious, like when it comes to getting influencers for this season, I imagine you want to start early. You want to start early. Not only are, you know, every brand trying to get ready right now to make sure their offers and their content is dialed in for Q4. Also, content creators are getting more and more offers from brands. So content creators who might not be busy for most of the year, they're getting more offers than they know what to do with at this point in time. So you need to stand out with what you're pitching to them and really just make sure your alignment is dialed in with who you're reaching out to this time of year because people are getting hit up with a bunch of different brands they're not going to want to work with all of them. So make sure that yours is relevant to them and your offer stands out. So what are, do you have any other tips on what you can actually do? Like when sending things to creators, how do you stand out from this sort of crowded space of everyone looking to work with creators? I think it's important that uh, brands, first of all, realize content creators do this as a job. Some of them, some of them do it as like a little side hustle for a couple bucks here and there. Um, But lots of content creators do this as their job. So I think it's important to value their expertise, to value the content they're creating for you and and the value that they give to your brand. So I would say don't be stingy this time of year, really. Like if you want to work with influencers who have a great following, have high engagement rates, you want them to create something polished for you, 
you know, don't be stingy. Like this is not the time to be negotiating back and forth, trying to save a little bit of money. Also, you know, it just creates a better partnership if you're showing them that you like value their expertise. Totally. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting that I that I read in your notes was sort of this idea that you're out, you're paying an influencer or, you know, you have a joint deal with them where they, they have a commission or, or maybe you're paying per post. So there's that aspect of compensation. But are influencers also interested in just the exposure that comes from being part of, of an ad campaign? Like whether or not it's, you know, you run a million impressions through, uh, to it through ads, whether it gets reposted at other times of the year. Is that something that's attractive to, to creators and influencers, just knowing that they're going to get a huge amount more exposure by being associated with the brand? That's where like this brand alignment is like so important alignment between the influencer's personal brand and the brand and the products you want them to promote. If it is something that's in like, say a nutritionist influencer, you know, if they want to promote things that are going to be actually valuable to their audience, if they think their audience is going to get great value out of knowing about this new product, then that is valuable to them. The, the actual partnership, that's where you're going to be able to get more better content from them for a cheaper price. But if you just need a ton of content, if you're looking to get volume of content, you maybe can't be as specific. You maybe just need to, you know, partner with anyone in your general demographic. And then those partnerships are less valuable to them. And then how in a season where we have so many different reasons to celebrate, let's say, whether it's uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of these things, how do you make sure that you get content that can be leveraged across all of these events and maybe even through the year? You, you just don't want to be too specific with people, I imagine. Yeah, that's one of my main tips for the actual type of content you're requesting is you want people to work with you to promote specific, like let's say Black Friday deals. But if that content creator or if that specific video catches on in your ads, you don't want to have to just completely throw it out, maybe use it again next year. Um, so I say have them film 70% of the content that could be used as an evergreen campaign later on and then have them throw on like just a little bit mentioning your specific deal. But if it does take off and you show good promise with this content, you want to be able to do like some quick edits and reuse it. And then when it comes to actually instructing, you know, I know you mentioned you want to leverage creators for their own unique skill, but maybe for less uh, experienced creators or people that are, they're just more about the content. Um, how do you recommend that they make content so that it actually works in ads? I think there's the most important thing is to grab people's attention, especially if you're looking for like, top of funnel creatives. Most important thing is to grab their attention and then quickly get to the point of, you know, what is this representing? So like TikTok's great for that. Any sort of like fun music, front, you know, all these fun trends that are always going on. People who work on TikTok and make TikTok videos know how to like get to the point quickly to make it fun and entertaining and engaging. Like do anything, there's gonna be more ads in the market. There's more brands trying to promote heavily right now. So everything needs to stand out as best you can. Uh, and we suggest content creators do like a bunch of weird things, like jump into frame off a chair, just do some funny dance, like anything weird, say something shocking and then back it up and get to the point. Um, humor works well. 
yeah, just your standard like story ad, your standard explain your video, your standard unboxing without any like interesting gifting wrap or anything. That's not really going to stand out when there's going to be so much added competition. I can't believe this works so well with some of your, I'm throwing out my other products. I'm going to start, you know, start with a wow statement. I think that's a really neat idea. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I was, mm -hmm. I, I'm on TikTok way too much these days and I've just found like, there's this one ad that I keep seeing and the guy just does this like really sort of like vulgar, like mustache move where he's like, where he's like grooming his mustache as like before the thing starts. And it, it, mm -hmm. I don't, I haven't bought anything from them yet, but I notice it every time and it does hook me every time. I'm like, what is this? So I think that's yeah. a really neat idea. I think of, of marketing brew and how they're advertising all over TikTok. It's always a guy sliding into frame um, just to have that like kinetic motion that grabs you. Anything weird, like anything shocking, you know, like we have this one product, the supplement contains honey. So there's like the first two seconds is like dripping honey out of a bottle and people are just intrigued by it because it looks interesting. Just anything like that. If you were promoting cleaning supplies, like make the biggest mess in someone's kitchen you've ever seen. Love it. Well, uh, get creative out there with your UGC. Hook them in the first five minutes. Get prepared first early to make this first five seconds, not five minutes. Uh, and let's make this the best, uh, the best Q4 ever. Best Q4 ever. Your cupboards are overflowing with coffee. You ran out of toilet paper. Your spouse is on you about two credit card charges this month. The truth is subscriptions are great until they're not. Reordering can be easy. Just visit getrepeat.io to find out how. So in the world of Google ads, what are we doing to prepare for the biggest Q4 ever? So we're, first of all, we're, we're going over all, all our shopping feeds. We're making sure all our titles, descriptions are um, up to par. So make sure that our relevant keywords um, are both on, on those titles and descriptions. Uh, we're making sure that all our product fields are nice and clean. So no disapproved products, uh, correct information, you know, in stock, out of stock, pricing, uh, reviews, just having uh, you know as much information as possible for customers, and 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 um, that also makes sure that we pay the least for each click. We are getting ahead of the curve a little bit on our YouTube spend, so CPMs haven't uh, gone up, CPVs haven't gone up yet, so we are getting our funnels full with a lot of cold prospecting traffic on YouTube, so that we can you know, retarget them later or that they come by themselves later looking for us through through search, either branded or generic, uh, when it's time to make that purchase and, and in, in the gifting season or, um, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday type thing. And retargeting, right? Like the, guy, the guys in, in our Facebook department are, are also filling those funnels. So we created different segments on analytics for our Facebook traffic so that we can add those segments uh, and create audiences uh, for them on Google ads and retarget them either with different creative or just making sure that we know how those audiences um, behave in our campaigns and we can bid up or down with them. And then what do we do with those audiences, right? Um, we usually display, uh, retargeting display, retargeting YouTube. If you're going to use retargeting display feeds for your products, you try to come up with some very eye-catching creative for the 1200 by 1200, 1200 by 628 sizes that come together with your um, product feed display campaigns so that, that you know, you, you, you get both benefits. You get the benefit of uh, the targeted retargeting to someone that has seen that product, but you also get some 
a benefit of having an eye-catching creative and, and maybe some convincing doing there through the through the creative. The other thing you mentioned when we talked previously as well was like when you're focused on promotions, um, when you, especially like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, per, perhaps over Christmas or, or some other, you know, specific holidays that you actually make sure to update your search feed extension so that they're mentioning um, the potentially these these sales as well. Yeah, so all promos every time and that that like you must have a promotional calendar and Q4 is super important to have all of your promo extensions set up on search and also all your promos uh, set up on, on, on the merchant feed as well so that people can see that you're giving a, a discount or, or, you know, a gift, anything like that by, by one, two, one free. That will also help. Um, and now with YouTube, you can also add um, your merchant feeds to YouTube campaigns. So um, having those promotions set up properly, that will also help you on, on the YouTube side of things. Um, making sure that, uh, I think we've talked about this on YouTube, when when you're looking at your descriptions for your video titles and your, and your video description, try to not be, you know, the usual uh, shop now kind of thing, but, but talk about the promotion, maybe like get 20% off as your call to action button. And same with the titles, try to be promotion specific or um, holiday specific. And last thing, I think it's been overlooked, always overlooked, but Bing, you know, Bing ads, uh, you can probably get another 20% extra revenue if you if you are uh, advertising on Bing for anything right now, so. That is great. And I, I see, do we have a special deal? If you, if you come and work at Pilot House, you actually get your Bing managed for free if you join up with Google in Q4. Is that right? That is correct. That's yep. a hell of a deal. Nice. Well, I think Bing, I think, yeah, Bing is an afterthought to so many people, but if, how much of it can you sort of copy and paste over from how you've set up things on Google ads? Um, getting things started is pretty easy. Uh, you can copy and paste quite a bit over. The management is quite different. So that's where, you know, the, the expertise comes in. Bing is a little quirky on the management side of things. It's very easy to get started, but to get things going, it, it takes a little more than, than we would hope for. But it's, it's, it's a pretty good um, platform for that extra 20, 25% revenue. So can't go wrong with that. One of the things that was mentioned on the Facebook side of things is sort of lead generation heading into the really competitive times where maybe you're offering discount codes for uh, future promotions or eBooks or things like that you, that you create. People, we're talking on the Facebook side about running these as lead generation and then building your list so that you have a bigger owned audience. Is that something that happens on Google as well or do you mainly focus on conversion here? We focus on filling the funnel. We, we don't really do that lead gen thing or, or uh, and by bringing traffic onto the site, uh, usually we have our email department already working on getting emails, uh, email flows and, and email signups. So we try to be as funnel oriented in that, in, in that sense, but we don't actually, you know, we don't have any lead generation campaigns unless it's a lead client. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Well, happy Google ads uh, this Q4. I hope it uh, is the biggest Q4 uh, ever, as is every Q4 before. So thanks for your contribution today, Saul. Thank you. So in the world of Amazon, what are we doing to make sure that this Q4 is the biggest and best Q4 of all time? Um, this one's going to be big, similar to last year with the inventory restrictions that Amazon has and increased volume you're gonna see, you're gonna to wanna to really plan ahead and have both maxing out your inventory quantities that Amazon's allowing you to have in FBA, 
but having FBM listings as backups ready to switch, uh, even if it's just for a short period of time. If you stock out an FBA, but you've got more on the way, switch to FBM, keep your listings live, keep sales active, uh, and really maximize the traffic in Q4 versus going down for a couple of days. What determines your FBA volume? Is it your previous sales volumes? They only allow you to have uh, like really high volumes if you're selling really high volumes? Yeah, so they've been changing it a lot over the past little while, but it's supposed to be like your past 30 days sales history. So essentially you shouldn't be able to have like a month's worth of inventory at Amazon. Uh, it varies from brand to brand. They had inventory like skew level limits for a little bit, and then they moved to an overarching like uh, account level limit. Uh, but regardless, if they're looking at past sales history and you see big spikes in November, you're going to run into issues if you if you don't plan for it. And then on the ad side, we just got to make sure, you know, you're making sure your inventory is uncapped. And then on the ad side, you want to make sure that your campaigns are are, are not budget capped or, or make sure they have room to scale up. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, costs are going to rise. So you're going to see CPCs increase. So you're going to want to monitor that, especially on like big sales days. Um, but the biggest thing, at least with Amazon, is there's going to be a lot more traffic coming to Amazon. So your ads are going to get a lot more clicks. You're going to spend a lot more. If you typically run your budgets fairly close to capping out, then definitely want to increase them. Uh, our approach is generally we have no campaigns that are budget capped because we just know our conversion rates and you optimize your bid for your conversion rate for the return you want. Uh, but yeah, make sure we usually put extra room through Q4, especially like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, to make sure that if the traffic's there, you can spend and you, and you don't run into issues where campaigns stop spending. And you mentioned knowing your margin, knowing your numbers. That's the second big area I think that, that you recommend that that entrepreneurs really be aware of, um, making sure that your your profit margins are dialed. Because I imagine you know you can lower your price, you can add you can add discounts, you can you can pay whatever you want in ads. But if you're not actually making money, uh, you got to be aware of that. Yeah, yeah. So just know your numbers, know what you can discount to. I think <laughs> I don't know what channel I said this in, but like. Uh, selling one of something at a profit is better than selling a thousand, a thousand of something at a loss. Like, unless your goal is like just rank and like driving, getting rid of stock. But for the most part, brands will run into issues because they're like, oh, we have to do a Black Friday sale. We've got to do like something juicy and we got to do a bundle. And then all of a sudden afterwards, it's like all their inventory is gone. They didn't make any money. And you're like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't sound about right. Uh, and now we've talked a lot about content calendars uh, with some of the other teams here with Facebook, with Google, with email, everyone working in lockstep, understanding that you want to um, build out your promotions and learn from each promotion. So you might, maybe you're going to start with Halloween, maybe you're going to start with Thanksgiving and then you can test out different promotion structures during that time so that when Black Friday, Cyber Monday rolls around, you're you're really ready to crush with, a, with an optimized offer. What do promotions look like on Amazon and how do you recommend that people manage them? Yeah, so your promotions are going to be scheduled generally in advance, especially for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Those are already scheduled for most of our clients. Uh, if we're doing like the Amazon specific um, Black Friday deals. If you're just running a discount, then you can do that sort of anytime. Promotions for like Halloween, Thanksgiving aren't as big, I would say, on, on Amazon. But you've, if you've got a product that suits that holiday, then definitely look at tailoring, either doing a sale. What we've done in the past is like, because people aren't, they're not like, oh my God, it's Halloween. Like there's going to be a sale on Amazon. But like, if you have a product that suits Halloween, you want to do like a Halloween sale then you can use a listing image to speak to the customer and really call out that promotion you're doing for that angle. And that gets it front of center for people that are coming to your listing. Um, and I remember I remember it was like three or four years ago. Maybe it was when Prime Day uh, or when Black Friday, Cyber Monday like really came on in, in the culture. I remember um, 
uh, Instant Pots. There was these deals on Instant Pots that they had on Amazon that gained like cultural recognition. Like people were talking about it on talk shows and stuff like this deal you could get. And they, and they sold, you know, th hundreds of thousands of these Instant Pots on that day. So this question is to ask, like, how do you make sure that you create a promotion that doesn't, you know, wreck your back end, but also is interesting and stands out for customers. How are we approaching those actual promotions on Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the client. Like a lot of times you're gonna wanna do a upfront, just a flat discount on your, like a one per, a single unit purchase because that's gonna be what shows in uh, the search results. So people will see the, the price markdown, they'll see if there's a discount or a coupon. Uh, but then you can look at making it juicier by doing sort of uh, either tiered discounting or um, virtual bundles and giving like a bigger discount on virtual bundles, but you've still got to get them to your list landing page. So it's pretty simple on Amazon for that point. It's just like doing a flat discount on the initial product. Uh, but if you're doing that, that's where you want to be careful about not over discounting, especially if you're offering additional discounts at the tiered level. And it totally depends on the product and the margin that you have and things like that. But what what ranges are we seeing in terms of like like a 10%? Does anyone care about a 10% discount? Does anyone care about a 15% discount? Like what are the discounts that that you find people care about? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, to for like an Amazon specific deal, the minimum is generally 20%. Um, so like you've got to be have the margin to do that. Um, and to me, like that's a juicy enough discount to get someone in the door. We've done less in the past and still had success because it's people are just in that buying mentality uh, and they want to see like some sort of a discount, especially if it's a product that isn't normally discounted. Um, if you're consistently running sales, then you might look at what's what's our regular sale and how do we make it just like slightly better because if a consumer has seen it before, they're coming back to repeat purchase or maybe they're buying it as a gift now and they see that extra little bit. So maybe if you normally do like a 10 to 15, bumping that to a 15 to 20, uh, gives a bit of an extra incentive for, for buyers. I had just had a question too about, you mentioned uh, ad budgets and making sure that on the day of you're more or less uncapped or that you're ready to take advantage of the huge surge in traffic that's gonna be on the site. What can people, like in, in our experience running ads, like how much more are we spending on these critical days of Black Friday, like throughout the weekend, than we would on at average times? I'd have to double check to get some specific numbers, but I'm just trying to think one of our clients last year did like, I think like 10 to 15 K on the days leading up to it. And then their revenue jumped to over 40,000. So we added like a four X from before. And I don't think our ad spend jumped four X cause it was like much more efficient based on the day, uh, but probably at least tripled. Amazing. So be prepared. Uh, and then the last thing you mentioned, you mentioned it just briefly in your in your last point there, just about the gifting product and the, the gifting angle. This is something we've talked about across all the departments so far. How do you optimize your listing um, if it is in that gifting category? Uh, yeah. So um, success on like Black Friday and in Q4 on Amazon is built before. Um, so you really want to make sure you're like indexed and ranked for your top keywords. Um, so this applies to gifting keywords. If you are a gift, get on it early. Um, get the gifting keywords, like maybe it's like gifts for men or like gifts for dad or best gift for mom or like whatever your product suits best. Get that into your title, get it into your backend keywords. Uh, if you can work it into your bullet somewhere, that's a great place too. Uh, and then just use whatever keyword tracker you're using, like TNM10, double check that you're in, starting to index for it. Uh, and then you can start looking, building out like the angle specific store pages we've talked about before. 
using some like lifestyle gifting imagery in your A plus content or your listing images to really create that that mindset when someone hits your listing, they're like, oh, this would be a great gift for dad. Um, and maybe they were shopping for the product themselves, but you just really want to get that that in there. Get that that mind frame in there, the gifting mindset. Nice. Well, Rob, thank you so much uh, for coming on today. I hope you have the great rest of your day and uh, onward and upward to this being our biggest, best Q4 ever. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's always fun. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.